We did a little bit of an introduction on a previous episode. Uh, just rewind. I didn't drop the dates, but I did tell you guys about it, so you got some things coming your way. But I do have Kobe here, who's gonna do a quick introduction one more time. Let the people know what's up. What up, people? Uh, my name is Kobe Taylor. I am a creator, and I'm creating a podcast called Just Rewind, a podcast for creators, for people who like creators, for people who want to want to maybe dabble into something. Learn something new about society, just about our culture, and I just give context to stuff like that, and um, kind of tap into like your mental and why, why or why we do thing, do things we do. Um, if that's you know, you know, working out, um, creating a business, um, making music, I kind of want to know why you do that. That's what's up, because also uh, also ties into how I came across with dope not hype. It's just more of a bizarre of good stuff that people should hear and there's always something you can build up on I feel like and that's dope and for y'all listening and you can also catch me with Kobe Hill just rewind on a few other episodes that will be getting dropped later on mm-hmm. uh, how'd you come up with the concept of it? Um, I've been um, dabbling with this for a while and it kind of hit ahead during COVID I uh, you know when um, everything got shut down and you couldn't really be around people. Um, I kind of really, it kind of hit me where I, at that point where I miss just talking to people and kind of getting to know um, who they are and like, you know, getting to know new people. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't go out much. And so, yeah. And so actually we had just remind kind of, we were working, I was kind of working on it for a while. Um, and it was just like something that I really wanted to do. And then when COVID hit, it kind of just amped it up more for me. And then I started looking to, well, what would it take to, you know, start a podcast? You know, you got to get mics. You know, you got to get, you know, you got to learn a lot. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of dabbled with it. And I've been kind of just holding on to some episodes and making sure it sounds right. Because I know anybody who does art, you know, you, you're kind of like... <laughs> You're kind of nervous of anything out, even if it's right. just you talking. So. <laughs> hey, maybe we all want to be accepted, but sometimes it's just like, damn, putting in this work and trying to put yourself out there. Right. And so I just, you know, I just want to talk to people, and I'm lucky enough to live in an artist loft, and there's a lot of artists here, so. And you know a lot of people who are also in the arts and business and right. just a whole good network of a community, you know. So, yeah, how you're trying to figure out how to bring them together. I think that's cool, and that's where we kind of need to be and just kind of share information and grow. Yeah, I think, um, and it's probably like this everywhere, but I feel like Minneapolis, um, we're very um, clicky, is that the word? We're very, you know, you stay in your your sphere of things, and I feel when it comes to art, that might, you know, hurt us because you're not not getting around people who don't think like you. No. And so you're not able to make anything um, that might, you know, change your life, I guess, right. or change someone else's life. Instead so, of brainstorming and just getting new perspective on things or just, you know, right. the stuff that comes from when you're networking and just exactly. sharing. And there's that many, I mean, I could be totally wrong, but I don't know of many networking um, events. And so I thought just be one could be a good way to, like, you might meet a rapper and um, 
you know, you're someone who does film cinematography, and you've always wanted to do, you know, a music video, you can tap in with that rapper some kind of way through right. that show. Because um, I feel like, yeah, I just think, like, we can't, there's, like, a lot of lost talent in Minneapolis and the world as a whole if you don't get to, you know, if you're not in a certain room with somebody. Yeah. So. And also with that, because I've also kind of been realizing a few people, pretty good artists, who end up just staying in the same place but getting discouraged because you're not being valued as what you really, what your real value is. Like if you were to move to another state and go put on a show there, like you might get a thousand people loving you back versus to where you come from. You Bro, know? I've seen so many, and, you know, I, I watch, I watch y'all, you know, I watch these artists out here and I see so many artists say that um, they don't, you know, it, I, and I think it's because of what you're saying, they, they're stuck in this, this one part of like, I don't know, Minneapolis or whatever, right. and so they're not able to get their music out there like they want. Well, yeah, because you haven't went out and networked any exactly. Anybody. I mean, you might have tried. I don't know if it's easy to network in Minneapolis. Right. No, it's tough. It's tough. As you said, like, it's very clicky, and it's, I mean, we're a big city, but it's still a very limited city if you're going to try to compare the arts and stuff. Like, for example, down in Chicago, you can find a much more larger community of people just, just want to share and collaborate and grow and, you know. Which I, is, you know, I think the size of the city, you, if you, I think, and I, I'm not talking about nobody in specifically, but I think when you start We throwing shade? Nah, nah, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think there's people here who get caught up in the local um, celebrity. Uh, I do. And, like, I feel like there's a lot of Minnesota pride where I'm like, yo, you're Minnesota, re- you're Minnesota rich, but you're California broke, if that makes any sense, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I'm always worried about that, too. I'm always worried about thinking I'm the shit. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of people out here have that mindset, and it's like, you are? No, I'm not saying you're not the yeah. shit, but, like, you have to market yourself to different people too. Exactly. Like you, you get caught in the people who love, who like you know what I mean? I think you get caught in your like in your in your routine yeah. and you make the same type of music, the same type of art and you're like, the same people showing up to the same exactly. show every day. <laughs> and you're like, Why well, why am I not bigger? And I'm like, I, I see a lot of artists out here in Minneapolis, particularly I'm not saying anybody's name, but like, you should be bigger than what you are, but you're caught in your cycle of people. No yeah. one's telling you no. And so I feel if you get on my show, you might meet some people who not only will elevate you, but will tell you like, "Hey, dog, that's kind of corny," or like, oh, you know, "Checking you, okay? That's big, right. cause that's real talk. That's real talk. Real people will let you know when something isn't right." I feel not a lot of people are real. Like, I don't. That's not true. I feel a lot of people are trying to be real, um, but they don't know that sometimes not telling people the truth can hinder them. Yeah. And I feel we get a lot of I. I might be talking about reckless, but I feel like I ask kids in Minneapolis. So like he, you coming from the outside, and I've been here. My I grew up here, and I'm, I'm always like looking at like my brother did music here, and um, he worked hard. You know what I mean? And I think at the time he was older. He's way older than me, so I think at that time it was a lot harder to put your music out there like that. But yeah, um, no, definitely, definitely. Like the game has changed a lot now. Right. For that's why I feel like with enough drive and enough ambition and knowledge you could put yourself out there with need, without needing a record label honestly where we are now yeah and I think I didn't think you need to know you need someone in your ear or not someone you need a, m- a bunch of people you know like, hey bro maybe you should think about this but yeah. at the same time 
not everybody has the best interest for you. That's true. So, right, so, so like, I guess that's why we have things like Just Rewind and Dope Not Hype because mm-hmm. we're trying to bring, we're trying to bring the right people that are sharing. Right. I'm trying to bring the, I'm trying to bring people the, the right people who to look out for, and also connecting with other people. Like, I don't, I'm not saying no. You know what I mean, I'm, I'm open, I'm all open arms. Like, I'm, I want to work with anybody. I want to talk with anybody. Um, but if you come on my show, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna I may not ask you any questions personally, but I'm gonna say like, you know, that one. What do you think about that one? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think about that one song you made? Or what, this oh, song I, right <laughs> here. Like, what do you think about that? Like, why did you make this song? I mean, never. I never tell you the whack. I'm like, why did you make that? Well, yeah, you know I'm just mean? curious as to why you used it as yeah. an artist from one artist to another artist. You know? Right. <laughs> and um, it's even like it's not to put you down or put you in your place or tell you. I just want to know where your mindset was at that. And so, but the biggest thing is, yeah, creating a more of a community. I feel like when things went down in 2020 in Minneapolis, there was a community um, type of feeling here. But, you know, things kind of went back to normal. And um, I don't know. I feel like if we can get that back again, I think there'd be a lot more. I mean, there's some great artists mm-hmm. in Minneapolis. But I guess also with that point being made, I have noticed that like the art scene was really hit hard, like just mm-hmm. in the world worldwide speaking in general through the pandemic. And mm-hmm. it's yeah, some communities have been destroyed. But yeah, it's very weird how Minneapolis got hit. I have to say, like, how long you so you've been here? Probably you moved in this building like 2018, right? Yeah. So you've seen kind of like what Minneapolis was before like the pandemic and stuff. Yeah, there were shows all the time. There was, you know, artists dropping music all the time. There's videos. And, you know, a lot of that stuff got hit in 2020. A lot of people got called out for, you know, whatever they were doing. Well, not going to get into that too much. <laughs> but um, <laughs> maybe that slowed some people down. But um, I'm just kind of surprised how I haven't came back. And I get, you know, that what you're saying. Like, everyone in, in the artist realm, at least here in Minneapolis, they got hit. You know, a lot of them are out there protesting, too. A lot of them, you know what I'm saying? They can't really be out there like they used to. So, um, but yeah, I just, I'm always like, man, there ain't nothing, like this summer, nothing really happened. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, you really got to look for shit. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, this is happening there because I just found out about mm-hmm. it because of good marketing. You, you really have to look for stuff. You have to look for stuff. You have to see what was going on. And I remember, like, man, I used to get hit every week with an event of some show or some... Sometimes you're not even looking for anything mm-hmm. to do. It just falls on your lap, you mm-hmm. know. Right, mm-hmm. and um, I, I can say I can say like things are going getting back to normal. Like I can see people having shows again and stuff like that. Um, but we, we got to ramp it up more in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of untapped talent here. Yeah, I was at a show this week and actually on Friday, and like I mean the people performing there, all the rappers were pretty damn good. But like the place, I mean they probably had only about like forty people in there. But I was just like. For how much talent y'all got, you guys need to be filling up a little bit more. Also, like, I'm not sure who your friends are, but you need to get them to show up and support more. But it got me thinking of just, there was a lack of organization in the establishment. Mm-hmm. It still seemed with just how everything was going. I mean, they still did a good job. Like, if any of you guys are listening, I'm not taking this away from y'all. No but hate, no there was definitely more that could have been done to showcase all the good talent there. But I also feel like it comes back to... What you just said, like, you know, this networking stuff just died down the last two years, and now people are trying to get back and get 
people to show up and show some support. I mean, and there's a lot of people out here who just aren't fucking with shit mm-hmm. because it's, it's COVID. COVID's still around. And so they're like, man, I ain't doing none of that. But, um, yeah, bro, honestly, I started this just for that <laughs> that alone. I just wanted to talk to people and um, meet new people and showcase them, talk about, you know, how important their art is because I think all art is important. Um, I grew up, you know, writing, reading, drawing, painting, doing music, and um, so in sports, and you know, and learning about you know different entrepreneurships just from my dad and the people all around. So I feel like all of that should be showcased. I feel like I got friends who are financial advisors. Well, like, how did you get into that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because there's somebody else who's questioning on. How they can get into it, or there's something they can build up on. So you know, you can make the world a better place with just conversation, man. Right. And so this isn't just my show. Isn't just about like artists. That's the main point. But I want people to like. Let's say you're an artist and you don't know how to start an LLC. You can speak with a lawyer. Um, or you have a lawyer speak. I can speak with a lawyer. Sorry, and they can kind of like tell you like things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Start an LLC or like how to go about like, it. Right, things they might have seen. Um, I have a friend who's a real estate agent. Um, I like to ask her, like, you know, someone who's an artist and make a lot of money, what are some tips you would get you would give someone trying to get a home? Right. Because, you know, or like, okay, someone who's a financial like, you know, all that stuff. Right. Um, who's on who created a business, like how did you create your business? Like trading mm-hmm. stocks, why do you trade stocks? Like I mean, stuff like that. Should, yeah. For you as an artist, why should you try to divert some of your money into some exactly. investments? You know, some different things to think about. And <laughs> so, um, and I get a lot of of this ideas to like of the podcasts I watch. Man, I wrote the game. Big facts. Um, um, earn your leisure. Um, so you know, these are all podcasts who've kind of gave me these ideas of like, like Million Dollar of the Game. They do like a business spotlight. And they speak to people I've never even heard of who have like, like a healthcare business and how do you get into that, or like they have like a like like a, a day trading business. How do you like so it's like that, you know? Made me think like, well, how do we dive more into that? Because if you're an artist, you may not be making a lot of money, but you could be do day trading. Yeah, you might exactly, be into day yeah. trading more. So. Yeah. Or how? Yeah. Or how do you multiply some of the stuff you got in some form of your gigs and right. if you can get got some extra funds? Or even know? if you can peep a bad deal because you talked, you thought, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you keep you, the episode from a lawyer. Like you go, well, that's not a good deal for me. I don't know. I'm just trying. I'm honestly, I'm just trying to network and get to know people. Um, because my biggest thing is team, is having a team and being a teammate and being in the community. So I've always had that in my brain. You know what I mean? So like, I don't have friends. I have like my boy starts. So I have family. So everybody I'm with, I'm always trying to be like, here's an idea, or like, you want to do this with me, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you can implement to a higher scale, because I feel like, you know, not everybody can be your can be your friend, I get that. Yeah. But like, but you, can, you can also look at somebody, like, they're still my community, like, they're still part of my Oh, community. exactly, exactly. And like, you're part of the world, like, so this isn't just an exclusive, like, Minneapolis podcast, like, I want to talk to anybody and everybody, I got friends everywhere, so. Um, I don't know, I kind of feel like as a human race, we all are one, we just don't think about it all the time. Yeah, and we need to be sharing in order to grow. I mean, it's the only way to make your industry grow, your community grow, your audience grow, you know, you need to share and connect. It's so interesting, we live, like, as a human, you're, you're, 
natural instinct is, is to think about you and your immediate surroundings. And we don't live in a world, like, your money doesn't work like that. <laughs> we live in a, in a world economic system. Yeah, where everything is kind of like this one huge circle and right. just hitting each other. Like, um, global warming isn't just our thing here. It's everywhere. Everybody say, yeah. You know what I mean? If it's bad here, it's bad there. So I think... I'm not saying, like, I had this deep thought one day. I'm like a podcast about how we're all connected, but I just feel like we are, though. Like, I've always had that thought. Yeah, we are, and you still need to find that fine line on things and still highlight it on things. But I also think, like, yeah, there has been a little disconnect with us because it also seems like as much as, for example, now we have social media to bring us connected, but at the same time we've been even more disconnected. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like, yeah, the alternate realities and even just like how misinformation, I mean, we talked about this last time, but just how misinformation can be traveled so quick, I know. But we live in a world where we're so advanced that we can get information overnight, but we still can't get the right information. You can't get the right information. You can't get the the true facts. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy to me. And, And that's just because we're all afraid of being wrong. Which is weird. I don't well, know. Admitting we're wrong after you find out you were wrong, you know. That's so crazy. And it, it, I, I get like I've I've been I've been, I am that person. I have a hard time admitting when I'm wrong, but and it sucks because I feel like that's why bad pe- people, that's why good people still keep on doing bad things because like you ended up choosing the wrong side of the team and you know it's the bad side of the team, but now your ego. You're dying about the sword. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm here anyways. I'm not changing my mind. I still, I'm going to say it's right until it's right, you know, even though something was wrong. I, and I have a, that's what, the, the few that I was telling somebody, I have, I have, there's two things that I don't, I can't, um, what are, if someone Kobe kind of said this, but I don't, I don't see out of people, I don't understand people who A, can't admit when they're wrong and don't work hard. When you don't work, if you're lazy, you don't put in work, I just don't understand that. And I'm yeah. not saying, like, you have to. I'm not saying that work or your dream. I'm saying, like, you don't get up and get after something that day. Yeah. I you don't get time. to do what you need to do to take care of yourself, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you're letting people down. You know yeah. I mean? That's what I think. Like, if I'm not working hard, and I'm not saying I'm going 100%, like, I'm on my podcast or, like, my dreams or, like, working up, but, like, I try to get something done each day, and I'm always like thrown off by like people who don't do that, right. and and then they don't admit that they that like. So, would you say you find yourself every day you're trying to at least gain something that will make you grow and change and elevate to yeah. where you want to be? Okay. Yeah, for sure. Good. I I'm always um, either trying to learn something new, or trying to better my health, or trying to learn something new to better a friend. And honestly, I think what's What's the point of life if it's not that, to just grow and mm-hmm. learn and experience as much as you can, you know? <laughs> and that's why I feel like podcasts, like, you know, they're kind of bro-y. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I, I definitely, like, feel sometimes they're kind of bro-ish, like, oh, we're doing a podcast. But, um, <laughs> hell, man, I think that might be, like, a little imposter syndrome yeah. taking in right there. I'm just, but, I'm just <laughs> but there's, there's a lot of people who want to podcast yeah. with, like, but, I guess everybody's doing podcasting right. now, you know? Everybody's like, oh, podcasts. But I, <laughs> I honestly went into it, and I was thinking, like, what do, why am I want to do it? Why do I want to do a podcast? And I was like, well, I want to learn. 
because I need I want to grow. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, we bitched up our radio talking so much that we're like, you know what? We're gonna do our own little radios podcasting. <laughs> right, right. And I feel like only way you can grow is you learn from other people's stories too. Like, you know oh, I mean? yeah, really. I mean, that's why they say. I mean, reason why they say reading is important because you grow from reading. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> get perspective. Yeah, get ideas. You might. <laughs> Moves. Yeah, and I think reading or having a conversation is the best way to learn something, um, and trying and doing it, and so it's everything is inclusive. And so yeah, I do wake up every day wanting to be better Good. because I don't know any other way. Right. You know what I mean? Um, Does also feel like after a certain point of your sports and your schooling and your high schooling and your college, like you need to create your own wins and you need to mm-hmm. find out what, what that is. Yeah, what your next step is in life right. or where you want to be. Whether it's stacking millions, whether it's traveling, whether it's staying at home, whatever, or whether it's learning a new, a new craft or a new skill. You know. Yeah. Whether or it could be just you know you're just, I mean, I think also if you're happy, that's also that's a big part. A big part of it, like. I have my big brother. Um, he's been making music his entire life, and you can't tell him nothing. You know what I mean? Like, and that's dope. Like, I don't, I don't care, man. Like, I might tell him, like, you know, I mean, I like a song. I'm just honest, but that's who I am. But the fact that he keeps, he gets up every day and grinds at that, and like, you know, on top of working and stuff like that, that you know, that's dope. And so I look at that as like. A million examples of like things, right? And I'm like, there's also people out here who don't do anything. And it's like, oh, but, and I'm like, how do you, how do you, how do you function? Like, you got right? up and did nothing. <laughs> like, and you complained about your life. Right. And on top of it, like, so, but then it's funny when you hear people complaining, they're saying everything they need to do. So I'm just like, well, it sounds like you have the answers. You're literally saying the answers of everything you need to do right, right. now, you know? But you don't want to put it at work. And it's the difference between I'm talking it through with myself and I'm talking about it, but then I wake up the next day and don't do anything. Yeah. It, and so, and there's a lot of people like like that. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not. It could be even like, for me, it's not even like having a job. It's not even that. It's like you're comfortable with being where you're at. Mm-hmm. That's that that scares me. Like I, you know what I mean. So like, I'm not shitting on anybody. Just you know, what I'm, I'm just saying like, I feel as a human, you can strive for something else. Like you can work your job, and you can try to read a book. Mm-hmm. Like Joe Rogan, I don't like him, but he said he was talking to somebody. I don't know who she was, but he was like, do they like there's someone who like they're disabled or something like that? And he was like, do they exercise? And she was like, no, they can't. He's like, yeah, you can. And he's right. I mean, to to, to a point. Like, <laughs> so don't, I need to correct myself to a point. Like, if you if you can't move, that's different. But, like, what I'm saying is, what he was trying to say is, you can try every day at something. Yeah. That's what I got from that. <laughs> so. Oh, but I guess better put is you can do, er- you can do anything, but not everything. Facts. Just go do your shit. Facts. <laughs> you know? So, that's, I mean... That's how I kind of approach my podcast. I approach, you know, I, I'm going to school for film, and I've kind of been mad at myself for a long time. And maybe that's another reason why I started my podcast. Um, I, wasn't, I was in a writer's, the point where I don't want to write film. I had made a film 
a few years ago, did not like it. <laughs> and so it threw me off. And so I was like, well, you can't keep calling yourself a creator if you're not creating. Yeah. And so I was like, well, how about a podcast? Mm. That also, you know what and I mean? And what happened with film? Because, I mean, you've been pretty driven with it. You speak a lot with it. Um, I shouldn't say I didn't like it. Um, that's not the right word. Um, nothing happened with I mean, it's not... It's not my, it's not, I don't know, it's not a love. It's not on my radar right now. I want to be, um, I feel like film is, is, um, is fun, but I feel like if I need to do a film the next time, I need everything in place. And that's, you know, having a schedule, you know what I mean? Having a call time. Like, we shot that last film, and it drove me nuts because we did, it was kind of like all on the fly, you know what I mean? Mm, Running around. Yeah. Just, it threw me See, off. See, yeah, that's a bad experience because actually speaking, like, no, it should not be like that. You should be on schedule. You should be on yeah. times when it comes to film and anything and creative, you know. <laughs> this isn't against anybody on my team. I'm not talking bad. It was just, that was, a, that was, a, um, that was how it was going to be. Like, it was a film that we didn't really write a script to. It was like, we wrote like an outline to it and the, the actors had to improv. And it just wasn't it wasn't tight, and so that kind of like made me be like, okay, well, if I do a film, it's gonna have to be on me, and I have to make sure everything's right. And I just haven't had the writer's mind right now for that, but <laughs> it'll come back. Um, yeah, it always does. Yeah, you gotta find your seasons, and you gotta go with the flow. Cause sometimes, yeah, sometimes you just get enforced it, especially when it comes with creativity. I think I'm stuck on the dumb notion of everything that I want to do has been done. And that doesn't matter. You just you no, go you out there still and make do it. And you can still come back and do it even better. Right. Like, I, I was listening to when we did our show with Josh and they came that movie Mother's Day. And I'm just like, you know, I've never heard that story, but I've heard that story. And so the fact that he. Wait, wait, wait. What, what was Mother's Day is about again? Remember, he was talking about it was about like a, a middle aged woman who's going to, who's working at a stunt school. Who's trying to find buried treasure under that stunt school? Okay, yep, yep, yep. And I was like, that sounds like a like a Disney movie, but I'm not in that. I don't mean it like that. I should be drinking these beers, but what I'm saying is, um, <laughs> I'll you, keep it real. This is a dope not hot show. Yo, sorry, it's all love here. It's all love. It, that's my brother, man. It's no offense to him, but um, I have not read the script. You know what I mean? So I don't know what it, what, what the what the vibe is, and and this reminds me of you can you can you can make whatever like just make what you want to make. You know what I mean? Because it's you making it. You know what I mean? It's not Disney making it. So his movie may be different from what you know what I mean. And I get stuck in what's the same theme we've always seen before. Well, who gives a fuck? Just do your art and whatever. So. Um, but I've always been big on making something no one's seen before, but that's going to be hard to do because everything's been kind of shot. So that's my little writer's uh complaint, but I'll get out of there. <laughs> How long did it take you guys to shoot Mother's Day? So my film? Uh-huh. My film was called Electric Addiction, um, and it took us... See, that's the issue. So the plan was to shoot it in a month, which I knew from... from what, he, what we were talking about, that wasn't going to work <laughs> because it was an improv film. And we were like, kind of, you know what I mean? Like, 
the th- the reason why I didn't like that film, it wasn't um, we didn't wrap it up the way we should have, and so we had a tight shooting shooting schedule, and we weren't on schedule if that makes sense, and so um, it took us from about May to I think early end of Ju- or beginning of July, so he wanted to shoot it all through May and be done in June, and that didn't pan out, so we ended up shooting into June too. So it took us two months to shoot it, but it was like a year of prepping for it, you know what I mean? Like, it was a really cool idea. It was a film that we kind of had the soundtrack before we had anything written down. So you had to create artists or create, sorry, create characters from music that like we listened to and create a story from their music. So that's how we kind of did it. It was really weird. It was really cool. I would, I would never take that away, like at that whole experience. But it wasn't with that and with improv, and with way was made. It it led down to a very unconventional, unorganized way to do stuff. But it taught me a lot about. Um, people say if you want something, go ask for it. It's true. Yeah. Like we when asked, like um, shout out Lisa Moy. Um, she was a DJ for um, Go Radio at that time. And we just asked her to be in our film, and she said, yeah, and then helped us. So um, that taught me, like, that kind of gave me confidence for this podcast. Where I'm, I, as a grown up as a kid, I had, I had, I had a hard time talking to people. I had to talk too fast. Mm. And so when I got older, it kind of stuck with me. Like, I'd be afraid to, like, never afraid to talk to people, but, like, for something like that, like, I want you in my film. A little nerve-wracking, because yeah. I don't know her like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was always afraid to say something stupid, I guess. But, you know, going talking to her and, like, getting that going and even, like, talking to people and getting, getting like, the locations we got gave me so much confidence to even, to even like, talk to anybody. So um, it, it, was a, it was a fun time. And um, we put, it's on Amazon. You can check it out. But I just... I, What's the name of it one more time? Electric Addiction. Electric addiction, like ever, like EVA, like electric, like you know, like yeah, like electric addiction. Okay, ah, is that the poster you got? Yeah, it's post? an, a poster from my. Okay, my all right, all right, okay. Um, and I'll post that link down there was for y'all. So you know, that's what we do. Description will be your best friend. You'll find it and everything. We're dropping on here all the links. So thank you, thank you. Yeah, if y'all want to check it out, definitely go down in the description. You can find it. I appreciate it. Um, shout out Alan, um, the director, my um, my partner, and Jane. Um. We yeah, it was a lot of work, and I was I was playing them. I'm just gonna, it's just it's it's nitpicking, like the fact we pulled it off. It was, it was great, and the actors. I can't even name you all, but thank you so much because you guys did like it was improv, so it was mostly on them. Oh wow, you know what I mean? Like they weren't reading lines, like they had to make that happen. And so only thing I'm only thing I'm not I'm not mad at anybody in general. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm just. There was a few scenes that would have wrapped it up more. We just didn't have enough time to do it. Yeah. And that's the only complaint I really have about the film. It's like, there's a few things we could have did to kind of, like, shape it more. Mm. But that's all I can say about that. Because we had no budget. And these amazing actors were on their own time. You know what I mean? So I appreciate everything about that experience. There we go. And I guess, like, also the bigger picture of it as well, I guess you... You remember the experience. I remember the lessons you've gotten from it. And then you just, I guess on the next box, you try to do things differently on what you mm-hmm. want to go, right? Like when it comes to time and organizations. And 
Unfortunately, yeah. you might need to be boring and be strict on times. You know, it's like, hey, 11 p.m., 11 p.m., everybody right. show up. And that could have been that, that could have been my job. You know what I mean, I would get that, and I'm like, what could I have done better? Because I'm not, who are you to point at somebody? Like, I'm, I, ne- and I never thought that. Let me get that clear. I never was like, you were wrong. I just was like, oh, man, like, that didn't work out well. It was very unorganized. I could have stepped up to the plate and made sure that it worked right. See, see, there you go. Message. Yeah, it was never, never thought anything negative about anybody else. It was mostly like, man, you could have did that better. And I, I look at anything I do like that. You know what I mean? Like any, any win, I'll look at what I could do better. Any L, you know, it's just a lesson. So, um, yeah, it was a good time, and just to put it out there, it was great. So. Really cool. So, sorry. Is this a commercial break, y'all? Commercial so, this break. show is brought to you by Telfo <laughs> and Chico Hot Stales <laughs> and Voodoo Ranger, <laughs> keeping us drunk and live through this show. <laughs> Just rewind and dope not hide. Coming to you directly. We, we, we gotta we gotta get some merch and like put, <laughs> put that on a shirt or something like that. Back and um, shout out to Star Life um, for the merch we have kind of in front of us. That's my boy. Um, if, like I kind of want to dive into that. Like we, uh, I podcast with him. And um, what was the topic about? So uh, Star, uh, a good friend of mine, he's from the Bay. And the topic, I guess the theme. I wouldn't want to say the topic. The topic, you know, either he grows. Um, but the theme was redemption. He was, it was a lot of that where he was talking about, you know, I got to here and then this will happen. And I got to here and this will happen. And so um, just to highlight again why I started a podcast. And I, I like those stories. I need themes. I like themes. Um, and he was talking about how, like, things will fall apart. And it just led to another blessing. And so right. that's another thing about being an artist. Like, you're going to take an L. You're going to get your heart broken. You're going to take a lot of L's. And that's so why I feel like a lot, of, a lot of centered artists know how to take criticism, whether it's in the craft or whether it's, like, trying to holler at somebody. You know, shit just right. happens. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I think that's a good one, too. That's a good example. The dating world will humble you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you think you're the shit. You'll meet a girl who is... Everything you want, and she don't want to fuck with you, or she'll fuck with you but use you, like shit like that. <laughs> so, oh, it might destroy your ego. Doesn't mean you're. Uh, it doesn't mean you're ugly. It just means yeah, you're just no. unwanted by that individual. Yeah, you know, it, that, and that 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 teaches you a lot about the world. Like you know, and not everything looks, looks good. It's good for you. Cool. <laughs> and, and then for you guys to talk, so you're talking about like more like redemption and the life lessons. Anything that stuck yeah, out from I that mean, conversation? Yeah, like. Honestly, like with him, he I I, I know him, bro, for a minute. Um, he's, he's a lot like me. Like, unless I'm on this podcast, I don't talk a lot. So, um, he his the biggest thing stood out to me is like you can't stop because something stopped you. You can't um let your circumstances stop you from being great and leaving a legacy because you know so we're all gonna die. And what do you what do you do? What what did you do? Did you help people? Did you bring people up? And so with him, shout out to Star Man. Like I can't wait to get your podcast up. Um, him talking about his grandfather. Um, there's running themes with that, like you know, trying to build off what came before him. 
Um, but he he supposed to be he he thought he you know he was gonna he was great at football. He was a good um, ball player. Um, went D one, but you know he had hiccups and he had to learn from that. You know what I mean? And the look like he he ain't never stopped. Like okay. he never stopped. And so that was like kind of the 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 theme I got from him. And like being around him, I'm like being, just being around all of them guys. Like I, I knew them, but we even hung out since you know just things went down with my our other homeboys. So we even I like. Well, I never met. I knew them. I knew. I knew. Uh, Star. I didn't know D Boy and Sean. You know what I mean? That was uh, uh my boy John. John's friends, and so like getting to kind of know everybody and like doing the podcast with Star, knowing about his story, was dope. And then I also got to get a podcast with my my brother, uh, John John, who's doing music and stuff like that. And um, he had a theme. It was just being, it was like being calculated and taking your time on stuff and making sure that you move the right way, you know what I mean? And so, with every podcast I'm trying to do, even with when we were doing with Bars, see the theme, I wanna leave my mark. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to leave a mark. No matter what way it is, I'm trying to leave, like, everyone had a, had a theme, so that's something I kinda like adopted in these few podcasts I've done. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited to hear that one, cause that, it sounds like a lot of things, like a lot of us would just want to hear for motivation and just kind of keep ourselves straight because we all got ups and downs and hiccups, but as corny as it sounds, it's all about how you get back up, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, I ain't trying to put anybody business out there, but them, just keep John John, they've been through some things, you know what I'm saying? And so... No, I learned that because also, like, you know, like for one time, like I was meeting, I met this other kid, like he's actually like a Somalia refugee. But like getting to talk to them and just uh, experience their life experience as a teenager compared to my life experience as a teenager was extremely eye-opening. You know, I couldn't be like, hey, do you remember? Like, you know, back in the day when we're sitting down watching cartoons at 6 p.m., he's like, no, motherfucker, I was running for my life through a goddamn bush at that time of my life, you know? So just like that whole perspective is different and just seeing how people get up from it and... Right. Traumatic experience like that, he didn't allow that to bring him down. He still decided to look for a better life, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know what I was watching, but um, it's kind of like this story where um, these two men, right, and their father was a drunk and, and an abuser. The one, one, of, one of the boys, you know what I mean, became a drunk, abusive, was in jail. And the other one, um, he became successful in business, right? And they, they, people asked him, like, why did you, you become the way you were? And they said, because my dad was a drunk. And so with that being said, that's what it, like, that's honestly what it is for everybody. Like, dead ass. Like, you either have the decision of, I'm going to go left or right. Which one are you going to pick? You know what I mean? And that's what I got from, from those two individuals. For sure, it's like, all right, you, 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 you hit a hiccup. Which way did you go now? Do you, do you get up, you know what I'm saying? Or do you keep laying down? So that's anybody, any level, you know what I mean? Like you could be rich, everything you well, want, yeah, you will hey, hit it. Like, how do you get back up? How do you get back up? Like you'll have an earth-shattering experience. You'll, you'll have a, um, yeah, like our egos. You'll have someone to destroy your ego. How do you get back up or do you, do you let it hurt you forever? And I think a bigger part of this also comes to just like your inner peace. Like, you might underperform, but if you're in a peace knowing that you can perform better, you will get back to it. But if you haven't addressed that inner peace and your ego inside, it's 
feel like that's where a lot of people were kind of like, yeah, fuck this shit, this is stupid, I'm going to do this. It's like, nah, mm. get back on that goddamn horse or whatever they call it. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not the example, but, I mean, one one thing that got me, um, when my, me and my father, um, he had kidney failure, and so with that being said, I was, when, I, when we hadn't heard about the news, I was overweight, like super overweight. I was like, 325, 330. And um, in order for me to donate my kidney, it had to be around, like, they said 180, 190. Like, that would never happen, but I'll, I'm going to try. Um, and I lost a bunch of weight for, like, a couple years. And um, when it was time to get this, like, to do the surgery, they do, like, a pre-op, like, a pre-check thing. Um, and so I had hit the weight. So I weighed myself on, like, a Thursday, and I was, like, Two thirty something, two thirty five, and I was like, all right, like you can come in and do your pre op stuff before the surgery. I'm like, okay, cool, and I had a blast that weekend. I ain't gonna lie, like I was just happy to like get that weight down, and so I wouldn't party a little bit too hard. And so when I went back <laughs> to get my pre ops. I was like two fifty, like two no, like two forty three. All right, two something. It was like no, it had to be like two fifty. They're they're willing to do the surgery at. I would think I was at two forty. When they were willing to do the surgery at that weight or two thirty, something like that. So I had gained some weight, and the doctors were like basically said we just can't do it. Like, do you know? Like, I'm I'm kind of sh- I'm not I'm, I'm kind of cutting shit, but like to lose almost a hundred pounds, put in that work, damn near, and them to tell you you're not there yet. That shit fucked me up, and um, so like I'm hurting, and my mom's just like. Like trying to give me suggestions and like you, it's hard to lose weight. I don't, I don't care. What you yeah, say. it's easy to gain it, but it's hard it's to get hard rid to of that weight. shit, though. And there's also layers to it. There's right. conditions and genetics and other things. And, and I was so, trying to know. tell them like, like it's just water. Like I just had to, you know what I mean? I can lose it. Like in, I'm like being surgery next week. I can lose that. And they're like, no, no, no. Like we're not doing. We'll wait till next month and all this shit. And I'm just like, at this point, like I'm like, I don't care if I like, because I knew that like they were telling me I could die. All this shit, right? And I, I put in so much work to lose all that weight to get that no, and to like you know what I mean. And uh, I remember my mom just saying like, "Well, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna keep feeling bad for yourself? Like, Dad's still sick. Your dad's still in the room hurting." Right. And that just after that, I was like, "Anything I do is gonna have to be on me. Like anything, yeah, anything, um, any success lesson. will be on me." And so I just went after it and. I stopped hanging out with people. Like, I, I, like, no one knows about that. Like, I stopped going out for that, like, like for a bit. Like, even even before that, I wasn't going out like that. Um, yeah. I kind of, like, cut off my social life just to lose that weight. And um, But when you find a driver, when you find things that matter, you will find mm-hmm. your social time being taken away because you just got this drive to achieve it, you know. Yeah, and it was kind of like, if you don't do this, if you can't do this, and what, what, I mean... If you can't do this for someone who's who's been there for you all your life, then who are you? You know what I mean? And that's nothing against my siblings or whatever. I'm just it was just it was on me. I told them it was on me. And so that woke me up and I needed that. Like that was that changed my life. And um and like so now I now I know like any any success or anything I like anything bigger than that, you know what I mean, will be on me. I have to get it. And so and then you know I got I got my friends kind of pushing me too like they 
they they're always telling me like, "Yo, go for it, do your podcast, like, that'd be dope." Like it's all a team thing right now for us. You know what I'm saying? Like we're all trying to play off each other and build each other up and move forward. And so if you're working with me, you're you know you're you're on my team. So like I'm trying to help you too. So that's how I look at stuff. I like that. We gotta be unified, and I think that's why. Yeah, that's why we connected, and that's why we're trying to work together and try to build things. Because I'm all about the vibes and how you carry yourself. And right. I can definitely say, getting to know you, that's what you have presented. That you're very communal and caring, and trying to actually build rather than try to destroy. You know. <laughs> Bro, I ain't gonna lie. Like we kicked it hard this summer, and um, I don't know. I tried to like. I I felt like you're the same way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're very open and welcoming and, um... Try to be. And you taught me also, like, like also, like, stand firm in your shit. Stand, stand on that shit. Like, be okay with being who you are now. Like, yeah. I... Because I always felt like, man, I'm not being mean. That, that too. Like, you know what I'm saying? I be telling you, like, no, I, I had to cut that someone so off, right? I had to leave. You know, man, that's, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I shit, I... part of self-care, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Take care of myself right now. So yeah, I got to. That's too, man. So right now, like people always say, like new new friends, man. Fuck that shit. I got new friends because um, <laughs> nothing against my old friends, but things change and things we all grow. Yeah. And I hope even for other people listening, and it's like, yo, I understand we've grown, we've changed, and like, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, if I meet up with any of y'all and you're still in the same thinking process, I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. You know, you need to grow. You need to you, keep. You moving. need to grow, and um. That's nothing against anybody, but you need to grow or you'll be left behind. Yeah. And you'll be having the same mindset you had three years ago. And yeah. that, you know what I mean? And, and you don't stop. Not until you're dead. So I'm sorry. You're going to keep on changing. You're going to keep on growing. And you keep on learning yourself. You I know? said this in the earlier podcast. But now it'll be out there. Denzel Washington still goes to acting classes. See. So it don't, it don't stop. You have to grow. And so... Um, I'm all about meeting new people and learning new things from new people. And if you're around me, that's why I'm, I learned something from you. You know what I mean? You, you taught me something. Mm-hmm. Now, if you keep, it, it, you know, sometimes if you keep, if you keep teaching me something or you don't, you know what I mean? If you don't keep going, I might have to kind of move around more. But I never will say you're not my friend. I always show love to everybody. But right. yeah, I, I just will know. I will know the appropriate way to how to handle and receive you in the right context. You know, it's yeah. like yeah, you have your hustle friends, you have your party and bullshit friends, and you have your therapy friends. Facts, <laughs> and not everybody can come. Not everybody can go. Uh-huh. go. Whole circle, unless you find that special, significant other who can actually accommodate all of that shit. For but. sure. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, yeah, yeah. You need. You definitely. And that's a that's a big one too. Having a partner that um, doesn't hinder you but helps you and doesn't try to change you is a big. But actually allows you to grow and keep on pushing because right. once you fuck up, um, I always think like one of the biggest downfalls when I hear of like, oh yeah, I wanted to do this, but my husband or my wife wasn't with that. I'm like, what? You? Why didn't they support you? Why don't you go do for you? Right. Like, if you needed to move across the country, like fuck, they should have supported you on that shit. Like you know, I don't know. <laughs> And like shout out to my girl, but that's one thing she's always been on, been with me. Even that, we don't. <laughs> I'll take it the wrong way sometimes, but if that makes sense, but she's always been like, you do you, like, <laughs> like big, big that. You know what I mean? Like you, you do you because I know you're gonna be something. 
that's all I, that's all like she is with me like you ain't going you don't ever stop so like I let you be you and I appreciate that cannot keep it, going yeah oh not God. everybody can do that every not everybody with a partner especially with someone like me who is extroverted as fuck and talk to everybody not everybody can deal with someone <laughs> like that so uh, but you know I won't keep it going too long because we are starting wrap, almost wrapping it up yeah, but you, you extroverts always seem to be finding introverts what's up with that I don't know I think one of us gotta shine and it can't be both of us <laughs> I'm joking I don't know um, for me I think with my partner and a lot of introverts in my opinion um, they're confident like people, people say, like I think I'm an introvert extrovert. Like I'm very extrovert with people. Like if I'm in a good mood, there we go. feeling okay. good, I'm out talking anybody. But like other most days, I like to sit back and I only talk on topics that I like know about. Um, and that's Lauren. Like Lauren's me most days. Lauren likes to chill. Um, she works on her own. She works on her own shit, and if she speaks on something, she knows about it. And so I think that's why we kind of clicked, you know what I mean? And I wasn't that, I wasn't who I was when I first met her. I was a party when I first met her. So. <laughs> well, that's still good. That means something healthy is coming out of it. Yeah, I mean, that's big me for you to say that, you know. She like, put a mirror in my face so. and she was like, dog, this ain't you. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm going to check you because that's real talk. Right, man. you're not a drinker. You're a, you know what I'm saying? You're a, you're a, you're chill. And honestly, I think that's, a, for me, the person, that's the definition of a strong woman. There's somebody who will check you, like, yo, you're fucking up. You shouldn't be fucking up, you know. Oh, you're not keeping it real with yourself. Like, Lauren, why'd you do this? Because you know you don't like it, but you still decided to say yes to it, you know. One thing about my girl, she's real. She ain't going through a coat, nothing. And she may hurt your feelings, but she ain't going to lie to you. And that's what I appreciate about her. Um, and that's what you need. I mean, and that friends like you yeah, need friends. Fr- like, yeah, you need everybody like anybody in your circle. You need a real friend. Yeah, you know I mean, tell me I'm fucking up. Exactly. Like I, I don't say, yeah, your real homie won't won't like a real homie will tell you when you got something on your mouth or your bed. But mm-hmm. you know, somebody you don't know, a fake motherfucker, is just gonna let you. Let you walk go crazy around. as hell out yeah. here, <laughs> right? So, um, that's big. But yeah, that's that. This is a great conversation, man. Like. And um, I'm, I hope I get on your show again. And um, so oh. dope, not hype. It's a dope ass name. <laughs> no pun intended. And like, <laughs> um, like I said, man, like we we've been we've been hanging out and like, you know, I see you, bro. I'm like you're a good man. So um, trying to do, trying I'm, to do. Any kind of help you need, I'm I'm here. Any kind of co-hosting or any kind of ideas, I'm, oh, I get the cameras popping. Anything, man, you need. Well, we'll be doing more work on your just rewind because mm-hmm. I mean we did establish that and the clear rules and the boundaries and like let's let's get that growing. Let's get that growing because mm-hmm. that's more talks on there. You know, dope not hype. We do have the talk segment as y'all know, but mm-hmm. we got the music going on. But you can catch just rewind and you also be catching me over there as well. So I guess if you like my voice, you can hear my voice over there again. <laughs> So I'm gonna let Kobe tell y'all one more time about just rewind and like uh, how many. When do you think you'd be dropping the first couple episodes? Man, I need to go ahead and drop the first episode at least by Friday. Um, okay, well, when is? You know, people might be listening 30th. to this on different days, and this might be somebody listening to a month. We'll from say now. September 30th. It will be the first um, episode. That's and pretty soon. You know, I hold people to deadlines because if I'm gonna post the link. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna drop it. That means I have to drop it. And then um, the second one episode will be about what I mentioned before: Star, Star Life, Star Way. Um, and where do you plan on posting them? 
Uh, I'm going to take your route. Uh, I kind of have a thing about that SoundCloud and um, Apple Apple Podcasts. Okay. Um, and once we get the videos popping, it'll be on YouTube. I think that's big because uh, yeah, a lot of people have also been suggesting for Dope Not Hype to just even just put it on YouTube, even if it is with just mm-hmm. a picture. But yeah, okay, yeah, I might do that. I might do that too. Because I didn't think people, I didn't think people listen to music or podcasts through YouTube, but they do. Apparently, they do. <laughs> oh, a lot of people. I I watch majority of my. I know we're trying to we're trying to wrap it up, but um, we majority of my have a few minutes. <laughs> majority of my podcasting is. Um, on YouTube, I watch a lot of that, and so well, not majority, it's half and half, I guess. But um, yeah, so we're, I want to get you know, I want you to see people, and I want you to see me. I ain't gonna lie. Um, but I want but you also to feel like on your setting with that kind of conversation, like I think yeah, also seeing the person will do justice. Right. You know, you get to see their style and who yeah. they are, and so um, we're gonna start off with clips, obviously. So I had a few clips with you know Star and John, Johnny Black John. Um, go check out A Ball all on Spotify, on Spotify, Apple Music. It's good ass, good ass mixtape. Check them out. Um, but yeah, I'll be clips with me, talking to my boys, and then going forward, once I get like the right equipment, we'll have full on mm-hmm. videos. Yeah. Before so. I forget as well, you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try to get you to get me to get his track from Black John to maybe try to get it on one of the shows on something he would allow Ooh, for me to play for, out. Man. It's not on the question. I'll, I'll get you one. Because um, I think he's spitting some hot fire. Yeah, it would. <laughs> and um, this, you give him another shout out. He the, he just started. So the fact that he, the, how he sounds, and he just literally eight months into rapping and, and putting out the work he's putting in and the videos. But has he been doing music before? That? He, was a, he was an athlete. Um, his, his family did music, though. Okay. So he's grown up with the music and So it wasn't just like, hey, I want to do music overnight. No, you've grown nah, up with he, it in your he grew household. Up. He didn't, yeah, it wasn't a mistake. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, and, and he's been talking about it for a long time. And I would always tell him, like, bro, you have the facade. Ladies love you. Bro, go ahead and get after that. Yeah, because honestly, like, uh, from what I've seen so far, and you're saying that he's that young into the industry, I'm impressed because, like, the production on it is pretty damn good. And I'm like, I want to see more of you. I want to find out more of you. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Um, bro, bro is serious about it, and that's what I appreciate. He ain't half stepping on it. He's standing on his business, and so, um, yeah, look out for him. He's and all these other artists out here in Minneapolis. Check him out. I don't know how, like, I don't know what the how to get him out there, but there's a lot of good talent in Minneapolis and all all over the world. You know what I mean? So let's get your names out there. There we go. There we go. All right. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Dope not hype. Here we wrapping it up. And we got Kobe here one more time. Just rewind so y'all can catch it up on the links down in the description. Find it. Stock it. Trace it. Guys, we're just going to be putting out more stuff over there. As I kept on telling y'all, we're constructing, constructing. Mm-hmm. And I know by the time I'm dropping this is because I've been disappeared. I've missed like about two episodes for you guys. But you guys got some mini mixes coming your way. That's okay. But, you know, because I've been busy with my mans over here because we put it in that work. Man, work. Boy, I'm working. Appreciate it. That's what's up. I'm going to let you tell the people goodbye one more time over here. Man, I appreciate y'all. Please check out Just Rewind. It's G-Y-S-T. You can check them out um, on Instagram as well. Um, I have a few pictures and stuff like that on there. But Just Rewind Podcast, and I appreciate y'all. All right, so, all right y'all. Well, peace out. Peace out. Peace and love. Peace, peace and love.